Hey friends, before we jump into today's episode, I just wanted to give you a few updates on some exciting things happening here at The Audacious Entrepreneur. First, today's episode you're going to hear is an interview with an amazing woman, Danielle Throckmorton, and I'm excited about this because the interview went so well and I've booked some other interviews and already interviewed other people that you are going to now get an interview episode every other week mixed in with my just talking episodes. So I'm really, really excited for that. I'm really excited for you guys to hear Danielle today. Um, She brought the fire and it was just such a fun and exciting and just amazing interview to conduct. So I'm really excited to share that with you guys today. Um, In other news, I now have created, starting with this episode, show notes. And for this, I thought it was important because Danielle did bring so much fire and so much useful information that I wanted to provide you guys with some sort of notes or summary um, that you guys can refer back to uh, when you want to, you know, get the details or a summary of what we uh, talked about. This is not to say that you guys shouldn't still take notes if you want to, if that's your thing, but I think the show notes are going to be a really good addition. Um, I'll definitely do it for interviews and I will try to also do it for the regular um, podcast episodes as well. And the link to those show notes is going to be in the Audacious Entrepreneur Facebook page. So if you have not joined that yet, please go do that right now. It's called The Audacious Entrepreneur. And you can just join it on Facebook. That's where you're going to get a reminder every week that the podcast is live or is up. And that's where you're going to be able to find the links to the show notes and any other news and events that are going on. That's also where you're going to be able to tell me what you guys want to hear on the show. So really important. Go ahead and go join that. Um, And then I just have a quick favor to ask of you ladies. Um, If you guys can go, go ahead and please subscribe to the podcast. If you're liking what you hear, Um, that helps other people, other entrepreneurs find the podcast and allows me to reach more people, more women. So if you can do that, go ahead and subscribe in iTunes or Spotify. And if you are on iTunes, please feel free to leave me a review as well. Um, that also helps people find me. So announcements are done. Let's move on and get ready, get, get into the actual meat of today's episode. Welcome to the Audacious Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Rihanna Beers. Each week, we will walk you through the entrepreneurial adventures of either myself or my amazing guests as we explore what we did right, what we've done wrong, and everything in between. We'll arm you with tactical tips and tools that will allow you to navigate your own path to build your dream business. Welcome to another episode of The Audacious Entrepreneur. I'm your host, Brianna Beers. Today, we have an amazing special guest, Ms. Danielle Throckmorton, who is the founder of Throckmorton Events, Throck Shop, Ladies Challenge Group, and is currently in the launch phase of her newest company, Reach Retreat, where she is creating a unique experience designed to inspire women to live a life of intention. She's hoping that by creating a platform and sharing her story, she will encourage women everywhere to step out of their fear and into their purpose. Since launching her first business in 2016, her work has been recognized by various blogs and magazine publications and has earned her multiple awards of achievement from Wedding Wire and The Knot. 
she is extremely passionate about her work and feels so blessed to have the opportunity to do what she loves. And Danielle, we are so blessed to have you on the show. Thank you so much for joining us today. Well, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. All right. So before we jump into today's topic, why don't you go ahead and just give us a little bit about yourself and your entrepreneurial adventure? Okay, perfect. So I guess we can start with the business side of things, and then I can tell you a little bit, I guess, about my mom life and wife life. Um, so as you had announced so beautifully, by the way, um, that I launched my first business in 2016. And that is Throckmorton Events, where we primarily handle weddings, but we also do a various amount of different events. Um, that really came after spending seven years working in a law firm for multiple attorneys, where my primary job was actually handling divorce. So, um, yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people usually find funny. But um, I had did some soul uh, searching uh, after my husband and I got married and we were on our honeymoon actually and we were talking about just the future and what life looked like for us and goal setting and we both were kind of like, I don't want to go back to my job, um, which I feel like people are on vacation. They probably always feel that way, but never, right? you never want to go back, but yours is different. Yours is more intense, right? <laughs> Right. And so I just knew like I had been in, in that job for seven years and my boss and coworkers had continued to encourage me to go to law school and hey, you're going to have a job here, an internship paid and we really want to support you in this. And I just knew that's not where my heart was. Um, so then I decided, okay, well, where am I supposed to be? What is my next step? What is my purpose? And I started this journey of um, looking into starting my own business because that's something that had always been on my heart. I come from a long line of entrepreneurs. So I always knew I wanted to do that. I just didn't know what angle and having the chance to plan our own wedding was really a huge influence into why I started Throckmorton events. So awesome. my husband, my husband just kind of jumped on board with that and we can go into more of how everything's evolved into what it is now, but that's really the, the backbone of my entrepreneur journey. Awesome. So it sounds like you have a really good support system. I do. I'm very blessed. So awesome. So the biggest thing I wanted to talk to you today um, about was fear. And so for you, before you started your businesses, when you were having that conversation, like what were the few things that scared you before starting your business and kind of how, what did you do to get over those, those fears? The first fear I mean, that came to me right before, I mean, before we even left our honeymoon, like as soon as I started talking about it and us kind of brainstorming together was, um, am I going to be successful? Like, am I actually going to be able to get this off the ground or is this just an idea? Is it just something that's going to come and I'm going to be really excited about it and then it's just going to dwindle? Like, I guess this being the actual growth that could be was scary. I, I totally get that. Like, cause you, you just, yeah, you don't know if this is actually something that's going to build into something or if it's just like this pipe dream, you know, you're just like, is this not a real thing? So, so how did you finally figure out that this was a passion worth pursuing and making something out of, as opposed to just brushing it off? Well, obviously more fear came with it than just that. But I mean, obviously too, you, have a career that you've been in for seven years and you're going to create the complete and total opposite 
you know it's going to be public, you know that your coworkers are going to see it and your boss, and you just kind of wonder what they're going to think about your placement in your current job too. I think that's something that needs to be talked about more amongst people who start what are considered side hustles that really ultimately most of us dream of it being more of a, you know, permanent full-time type position. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So I think um, what helped me get through it would be um, the support system for sure and knowledge. Like really just, I really dove in. Um, I know we hear that so much and I know you're a Rachel fan too, about how, you know, sometimes you don't feel qualified enough to do what you're saying you're going to do. Okay. And so I dug in to all of the resources and figured out how can I make myself creditable? How can I arm myself with knowledge so that I feel more confident stepping into it? So I would say support from my husband was huge, but also the knowledge, the resources that I found out there. And we're finding like that, that is a common thing, like the knowledge thing. And I think for those of you that maybe not know, when we talk, Rachel, when she said Rachel, she means our, our savior, Rachel Hollis. We love her. Um, and you guys have heard me talk about her a lot. But one thing that I think she has said is that ignorance is a choice. So you took that and you said no, like, because with all the free um, resources out there, YouTube, Google, you know, your choice not to empower yourself with knowledge is absolutely, you know, is a choice. And so you went out there and realized that empowering yourself with the tools you needed to, to make the the move you wanted to. So that's, that's awesome. That's one thing we're definitely yeah. finding is a common theme is arming yourself with that knowledge. So exactly. Once, so let's, once you started your business, what were some of the things that kind of the fear that you reached at that point? Well, eventually I had couples who actually wanted to hire me. <laughs> so at that point, it, that meant that I was getting paid and I think it's funny because you're interviewing me as an accountant, but I honestly felt like I was going to screw up my business because I had no idea how to manage my income portion of it, the accounting, the the tax side of it, um, of being self-employed and the responsibility that comes along with putting that money back and not touching it. And yeah, I mean... Hard. Yeah, so many different things and like making sure you have the proper insurances. And so I just felt like the back office part of it was very intimidating. So once I started getting clients that actually wanted to pay for it, I think, you know, once the website was set up and all of the, the kind of platform pieces, when I actually had to start doing the job and actually had to put to use what I had been working on for months, I was just scared that I was going to have this dream and my lack of knowledge in my finances was going to cause a problem. Yeah, it's so hard. So what did you do in terms of how did you, were you able to get your finances and everything kind of in check? Yes. So that, you know, your personal finances also affect your business finances. And so my husband and I um, had been on a very strict debt-free journey. And so two weeks ago, we became debt-free after three years. And so- Congratulations, that's so awesome. I know, it was so hard. Oh my gosh, that's for another time, but- yeah. um, That might be a job, yeah. writing that down. That's for another topic you and I can chat about. Right, right. But that was something like, you have to be able to be confident in funding your businesses and you have to be on the same page at home as you are at work because 
I mean, ultimately the money you bring in with your business is also contributing to your family. That's time away from your family. And so um, my husband and I got on the same page with our finances. We agreed that we would run debt-free businesses, that we would cash flow our businesses. I know that doesn't always work for every industry, but for mine, fortunately, I have been able to cash flow my businesses and they are debt-free. So awesome. So yes. good. So, so that was a blessing. But what I really did was get okay with the fact that I don't know how to do it all. I outsourced and I hired an accountant um, because, and I did not do that at the beginning. So I know you're excited. And you're like, yes, I'm so happy for you. I'm like, yes. Oh, so good. No, I did not do that at the beginning. I had a CPA always, but I always have done my own bookkeeping. I still do my own bookkeeping now that I have a CPA. Um, eventually, I think I will outsource that. I have an accountant, but I send her my quarterly estimates and she tracks them. But yeah. I am all of my own bookkeeping. Well, I finally got to the point where I was like, no, like I have to get someone that is knowledgeable about this, that tells me this is what you need to fill in. And I'm very disciplined with sitting down every month and going through that statement and making sure that it matches up. So I just, I got okay with not being able to do it myself. Yeah, I think that's so, that's such an important like line, like almost like a tightrope you walk. And I noticed that with a lot of our clients because it's like, you don't want to completely be out of the picture where you don't know what your finances look like. But like you said, you don't want to be doing it on a day-to-day -day basis where you're doing everything because it's not, that's not your jam. That's not what you know. You want someone who's like knowledgeable in that industry kind of advising you. So I think you have a lot of people who kind of, I, it sounds like you're doing it right. Like you still, you're in your finances enough to know what's going on, but you've outsourced enough of it to where it's not, you know, because it's not interfering with you making money. And that's kind of what we talk about when we, you know, talk about outsourcing any sort of job is like, what, how much time are you spending doing these tasks that you aren't good at or you don't like where you could instead be charging someone to be, you know, to make money like in your business and then, you know, making money and then paying for someone to do those services for you. So it seems like you've got a pretty good balance. So you've got to now just train all my other clients how to, how to do that. Come talk to them. <laughs> exactly. Well, I remember I listened to the episode where you talked about um, being, a, you know, counting up the time that it takes you to do a certain task and say, okay, if I, is it really worth it to me? If I just work three hours, I can cover that whole task and how much is it really going to truly free up for me? And so I think that getting okay as an entrepreneur with outsourcing is a huge focal point because you feel sometimes in the early stages that you're failing that you should be able to do it all on your own. And then you feel kind of guilty because you're taking money that you could have brought home to your family and you're having to pay someone else. But you and I both have enough experience to tell the listeners, like it's okay to not be great at everything because you're really great at specific things. And that's your wheelhouse. Yes. Boom. That's so good. <laughs> so good. So what, are there any, what, what kind of obstacles or fears are you facing now that are still, I mean, there's always things we're scared of, you know, but like now you've kind of gotten through the startup, you're kind of, you know, you're established where, what fears do you still kind of have, what are those demons that you're still having to deal with um, now that you are established and pretty, uh, doing pretty well? I think fear in general is just, such a hard thing to overcome because it comes, it's not like you just overcome one obstacle and then you're done. For me, the biggest thing now is I have 
learned to overcome my fear in a lot of different ways. And I'm continuing to learn more methods that work for me. And so my dreams just keep growing because I don't get stalled. And so um, as you have, you guys, you know, listeners have seen, I've got several businesses that I have launched and that because I've stepped out of my fear and I'm listening to what I feel is my purpose, it just continues to evolve. And the biggest fear for me currently is that this vision and this pull on my heart that I have for my businesses may never reach that growth period. Like it may never really be as big as I envision. Right. Does yeah, that make sense? That. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so, but I think that goes back to your knowledge that I think if you keep helping yourself and growing, I think you'll be able to keep, hopefully, you know, keep up with how you want to scale. Cause I think, cause I think that's kind of where you get stuck is you kind of, I mean, most of us don't get stuck because we lose our drive or ambition. We get stuck because we don't know where to go. I mean, that's kind of yeah. how I feel. And so yeah. I think that goes back because you have such a um, strong foundation in in increasing your knowledge and always learning I think you'll be able to hopefully keep up with scaling to the levels you want to scale to because that's kind of how we are too because my firm we've been at this size since before I I I owned it and now I'm like what I I have no idea how to scale I don't know how to grow I don't so it's all about finding I mean figuring out how to do it and then following that plan um, or or being okay. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, or being okay, even with where you are right now, like with the size of your firm, like realizing that that's maybe where it's supposed to be and that there would be an extension off of that. Or, you know, like I think also like as entrepreneurs, we always are looking for the next big thing. And so I try to remind myself, like maybe this is what my ultimate goal is with Rockmorton events. Maybe that's where I'm at. And my passion and a little bit more of the creative energy is just to go over to this other platform where I'm inspiring these women. But not in any way do I feel that I'm not still in, intentional with Rockmorton events. So that's not where my passion is. It's just kind of neat to see how it's extended. And so that's an idea for people who may be wondering. Okay. So, sorry, guys. For if, if there's some editing here, because I know I'm going to be new at this, so just know that uh, I, I had some internet issues right there. So back on track, um, what I liked that you touched on is that we're always so um, focused on growing and going to the next step that we don't recognize how badass we are where we are, where, where we are, you know, what we've accomplished and where we are now. So I think it's so important to to recognize that. And I guess kind of what to, to build off that to celebrate those small victories or sometimes they're not even that small sometimes we see them as small because we're always looking at the big picture but yes. we accomplish like there are so many things that you accomplish that you don't think twice about but then you're like telling other people about it they're just like oh my gosh that's amazing so I think it's important to kind of self-reflect on that and and really appreciate what it is you get what we're accomplishing as we're growing our businesses and and doing that. And I definitely think that's a step that as women, we tend to skip over. And absolutely so important because I mean, we're, God, we're just always so busy. Just like I said, going to the next level that yeah, to take a step back and be like, holy moly, I've built, I mean, you've built how many companies now and you're working on another. And like, that's 
freaking amazing. So, ah, so good. So I know I felt like that when I was writing the, um, you know, application to be communicating with you today and like connecting with you and just kind of getting to know you. And I was like, wow, this is crazy because I mean, from really from 2016 till now, I'm like, that's pretty freaking awesome. Like, it is awesome. <laughs> I'm excited to see it. So grow. good. So listeners out there, pause right now and take five minutes to write down everything you've accomplished, whether it's in the last year, it's a five years, write down how badass you are and put that letter somewhere where when you're having a day of feeling like a failure or just having a rough day, you can pull that letter out and remind yourself of what you've accomplished. Because I think that is so important for us to remember um, all those hurdles we've you know, that we've crossed and all the obstacles we've over, you know, overcome and just everything we've done. So pause now guys, girls, uh, I keep saying guys, but girls, and, and write that letter to yourself. Just even if it's just a list of the things you've accomplished so that, and put it somewhere safe. Um, ah, that's so good. So it is good. I'm glad that you are having them do that practice. Ladies, really don't skip over this. Like even if you're driving or whatever, make sure to do that because now I'm going to do that when we get it off. I don't know. I'm excited. If you're at work, ladies, like pull out your voice notes, you know, just pull out your voice notes and start talking to your phone about how awesome you are. Just something. So oh, <laughs> so good, Danielle. So let's um uh Sorry, but I kind of went off track. We were all talking about fear and I'm like, no. Oh, it happens. It happens. Yeah, but that was good. So, um, so is there anything else like in terms of talking about fear and the fears you face and overcome or the tips you have for our listeners, anything that we missed on that topic um, that you uh, just kind of want to touch base on? Well, you had kind of asked me about ways to overcome it, like when I first shared about starting my business and currently in my business, or not currently, but while I was in the midst of it, and then where I am presently, and you had asked about how to overcome fear, and some of the things that I hit on personally with people about fear is that you just kind of have to face it head on. You have to, you have to create an action plan on how you're going to move forward. And especially if it, when we're referencing starting a business, because if you hit that roadblock of fear and you don't have a next step, you're most likely going to give into it and you're going to stay in that, you know, in that place. And so if you actually have an action plan on, Hey, I have to get from here to here and you can figure out what you need to do in the, in the middle of it, you've got something you're working towards. You're not just shooting in the dark. And so creating as our girl, Rachel Hollis talks about, an idea soup and then a roadmap and then figuring out where you're actually going to go. So that way it's a lot less likely that you're going to fail because you are prepared for that next step. Like, you know, where you're headed keeps you motivated. Yes. So good. Um, Cause what, what does she say that if you aim for nothing, you hit it every time. So exactly. make sure you have um, that roadmap, like you said, in place. And um, if you, I'm thinking if you have, um, regular fears or hurdles that you're always maybe coming across and they stop you make that plan now and have it available so you know let's say let's say you're in sales guy girls and you have a hard time when people say no you just say okay I'm done you know have a plan in front of you that with your rebuttals or your how do you overcome those objections um, that's just one example but the point is to have a plan in place that you you've created when you're not in the heat of the moment 
um, but a, a plan so that when you are are stuck, that you know where to go when you get stuck. And like uh, Danielle said, like making idea soup. And what that means is just guys brainstorming, you know, if, um, and you can jump in here, Danielle, but um, yeah, absolutely. But, but give an example maybe of the last time you had to do your idea soup and um, well, I mean, I'm currently in that launch phase for Reach Retreat, and I've announced it within our challenge group, um, but I'm waiting to give it announcement publicly within the next week or so, and I had to create what my vision was and my values and how I foreseed the business, and then I wrote out a roadmap for the launch, like, this is what I have to do from here to here to make this a reality, and um Again, it's something new. It's something that I don't know whether or not it's going to be as appealing to everyone it is to me ideally, but I have an action step to go, okay, so first I'm going to create a vision and what my overall content is going to be. And then I'm going to go into my branding. And once I get past my branding, I'm going to create a site. And after a site, I've got to create, I literally list out my steps and I'm a list maker and so I do love just checking it off and saying hey girl like you did this today and so having that plan and knowing if I can get all of these done in this frame I've reached my goal like I literally will have accomplished what I set out to do and if it's meant to be it will be if not I'm probably going to keep working at it just because I'm stubborn and try to figure <laughs> out if there's another and then if not then you know we will move another direction but so far I have been blessed and I haven't ran into a situation yet where I haven't been successful in these businesses, in these journeys. So, so perfect. There's another activity listeners for you guys to do. So if you missed that, rewind it and listen to it again. Um, Cause this is gold right here. Danielle, you're doing awesome. I, this has been so good. Um, so we talked about fears. We talked about overcoming fears. Anything else on your list that you wanted to chit chat about that I might've missed? I'm trying to think what would be, I mean, the vision for the podcast in general is just encouraging, is really directed for people who might be interested in starting a business. And um, I just want to say, like, if you have that burn, if you have that fire that you feel that you're supposed to be doing something bigger, then I want you to go for it. I want you to create a plan and try, because if I hadn't, I wouldn't be sitting here talking to Brianna and literally living out my dreams. And um, that's part of my mission for this next step with the retreat and with Throck Shop is inspiring women through my story and through stories like Brianna and other women who have done what you are wanting to do and started a business and helping you guys see you're not alone. Like you can do this. You can find the resources that you need. You can find the community that you need. And I just don't want you to look back years from now and wish you would have done it. So if you're considering it, girl, go for it. Yes. Yes, Danielle. Oh, so good. So two things that I always end with. So one, you knew this was coming. Who's your favorite superhero? Wonder Woman. Thank you. Okay. Like, you had to know I was going to say that. Like, like, I hope so. You know, I'm liking <laughs> Captain Marvel too now. So... I need to get on that. I have to go and see the new movie, but 
Um, I, I liked it. She I was pretty badass. I love the history of Wonder Woman. I love what she represents. Obviously, I'm all about girl power. So I don't know. I think it's pretty sweet. And I love the representation of that female power. Right? So good. So, Danielle, will you tell us where our listeners can find you and find out more about all your business ventures? Absolutely. So social media obviously is everywhere. Um, you can find Throckmorton Events if you're looking at starting an event planning company. Um, if you're looking at just kind of maybe planning your own wedding, I would love to travel. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but that Throckmorton Events is on all platforms, you know, website and Instagram, Pinterest. Uh, full of inspiration our Pinterest has over a million followers actually your monthly awesome. viewers and so we've got a lot of content and resources on there Throck Shop is um, a platform I feel like would be best for our listeners that are tuning into Audacious Entrepreneur but that is a platform where we have intentional designs to inspire women we want women to feel comfortable sharing their stories um, to, to help women and so Throck Shop could be found on Facebook Instagram and um, then I would say ladies challenge group, if you're looking for another incredible group, just to kind of fuel yourself, I lead that group, I'm the founder of it. And we do daily kind of check-ins um, for their health and their wellness and business and debt-free journeys. And so you're welcome to join that. It is for women only. Um, so it is private and we have women from all over. So you're welcome to join that. And reach retreat is going to be launched next week. And that is going to be a women's retreat that is launching in Oklahoma. However, we're going to be taking it to other locations to be determined. How exciting! So, I know. So that is where we're going to help encourage women to step out of their fear, like we talked about today, and live a life of intention in their personal life, because we know that's important to fuel us in business. So we're going to do both. And um, we will have some open spots still. So if anybody's interested, you guys just tune in and check it out. Or if you're interested in creating a retreat, that might be something that you've always thought about doing, then I'd love to chat with you. So, so good, Danielle. I just want to thank you one more time for, your, for taking the time out of your busy day to join us today. This has been gold. And I just appreciate your time and all the wisdom you've instilled on our listeners today. Um, so thank you again. And to all the listeners out there, thank you for joining us joining us for another episode of The Audacious Entrepreneur, and we will talk to you next week. Bye.